Hey, Eric, how's it going? Good, Raymond. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Let me try to get my camera. It's okay if you don't. I'd rather look at you, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see if I can connect. I have, like, uh, so on my Mac, I'm able to let my like my phone camera i had this I had this computer for like two years and uh for the first year and a half i couldn't figure out how to turn my damn camera on finally it started working one day Let's see here cool should work now so you're, it looks like you're a fitness guy you're kind of a mental health um self-help uh oh what just happened there I was just looking at your profile here on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Let me go back to it. Where you go? Messages. Where are you at? What city are you in? What town? What state? I am in Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay. Yep. So mid Midwest, as Midwest as Midwest can be. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, Wisconsin, just south of Green Bay. Okay. I, I nice. woke up. I woke up at five, and I I started plowing. I got a plow truck. Oh wow. Like, six hours and then I did everything else I had to do it, wow. it pays off you know to, to, to have competencies to, to be able to do different things for yourself you know to, to be able to do your own plumbing to do to do your own legal work you know it, 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 any skill set that you acquire in life if you can do work for yourself it really pays off definitely yes yeah. saves a lot of money <laughs> yeah and time you know like if you own a jet um, you don't necessarily save money by owning the jet, but you uh, give yourself capability. You know, you, you could do it when you want. If you, own the, if you own the plow truck, you can do it when you want. You know, if, if, if you have the capability to prepare the meal yourself because uh, you were smart enough to go ahead and go get, get groceries and, and you know how to make a meal, you know, mm -hmm. you, you put yourself at a, at a position of advantage. Definitely. Yeah. So I spent the morning plowing snow on my not my least favorite activity, but oh! <laughs> Did you all get a lot recently? We just got a heavy, uh, yeah. It, it's like thirty-three degrees here, so when it snows, it's real packy. Mm, Perfect I snowman see. weather. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? Tell me some more about yourself. Yeah, so I work as a wellness consultant, um, and I also operate my business, which is a wellness and health equity firm. And so a lot of the work that we do is centered around creating content around longevity, around ways to prevent burnout. And we also facilitate a lot of conversations. We do like workshops with organizations that want to provide their communities or their staff with resources and tips that they can like put into action to help them prevent burnout, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis. So if, if the perfect customer gave you a call, what would they look like? Um, honestly, it would look like a decision maker within an organization that is looking to provide their community with resources on ways to optimize their well-being. Um, you know, they they recognize that the people that they serve are just burnt out and that they just need just an injection of positivity and of, you know, techniques and, and you know, tangible ways that they can mm -hmm. go about making tweaks and adjustments to their daily life to enhance their quality of life, right? Have more energy, feel better about themselves and the work that they get to do. So it's 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 a leader that cares about the well-being of their people. Yeah. You know, 
to, to me, uh, relationships are extremely important, like good, honest relationships. If, if, you, if you have a lot of poor relationships in your life, you know, at work, if you're always giving work excuses, if you're always giving your spouse excuses, you're kind of in a way like lying to them. Mm. And you, so then you don't have a good, open, honest relationship with them. And it's, uh, you know, it adds to the tension. You know, it's, yeah. you know, you, you know, you know, that friend of yours that your guard is absolutely down. You, you have nothing to hide from that person and conversation mm. just flows. And then that one person that you're kind of guarded with, you don't want to get too close to them. And, uh, you know, maybe they ask you for a lot of stuff or they, they kind of wear you out a little bit. I, I, I tend to prefer, I think everybody prefers, you know, that first kind of relationship, that that ultimate, I, I'll use the word intimate, but I, I don't mean intimate in that sense. I mean, intimate right. and like, yeah, this is my heart. You can look at it, you can hold it, you can touch it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, so this weekend, um, my, uh, my ex-wife and, uh, you, you I, I don't know if you've ever been married or divorced, but sometimes it no, doesn't pull well when yet. you get divorced. <laughs> so, uh, my ex-wife and my daughter, you know, uh, relationship has been tough since that happened. Mm. And, uh, my, my, her mom died and I was, oh. I, I went, I went to the funeral and I got to spend some time with my wife and my daughter and it, really improved it was just the right thing to do you know because I was able to to spend some time with the family build some relationship back so uh, that was my health and wellness for the weekend that's what I got to do yeah that's fantastic awesome experience yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so what would you do would you would you just give me some pamphlets would you would you sit me down would you sit my staff down would you evaluate us and give us tests poke us and prod us well, you know, uh, depending upon what your needs are, um, mm-hmm. it would kind of depend on how we would start. First and foremost, we like to gain a deeper understanding of what you have done in the past and, you know, help us understand what works as it relates to interventions that you have tried with your community, because it looks a little bit different for everyone. But our process that we take groups through is, is consistent, right? So we do start out with a wellness assessment. And that measures both some subjective and objective ways that, you know, you would rate your current quality of life. And so after that process, we then guide groups through our blueprint, which is at its core, it's an emotional literacy program that's designed to help you gain a deeper understanding of the relationship you have with yourself and how you spend your time and energy and the connection that that has to your well-being. So we guide you through that process. That's called the balance blueprint. And then that then builds the foundation for the next step, which is your sustainable self-care system. And that's something that we develop to help people, you know, take practical action on a daily basis to promote their health and well-being um, for the long term. And so after we teach people what that is, Um, then we help them optimize it for themselves. And then we provide ongoing support for maintenance of that system. You know, once we make it to that point, so the, you know, the process is, is proven and we do it with everyone, how we go about facilitating. It looks a little bit different from organization to organization, just depending upon where they are and what they need. Okay. So, um, what, what does that life cycle look like for you? So like, let's say I had a staff of, uh, I had an office with 10 people in it. Yeah. Would, would, so, would, would you personally sit down with each of those people or um, you and a group of people or would they all take an online test and then you have a conversation with them on the phone, on Zoom? 
Yeah, so it is normally broken down with a combination of, of both, right? So that original assessment is done just on your own. It's just a survey that you complete. Yeah. Um, but then once that's done, we work as a small group. So in this case, if it's 10 people, we'll, you know, we'll work with those 10. Um, and we work in a group setting to facilitate the conversations around each step of that blueprint that I talked about before. So I'm there to, you know, share what the competency is, what the exercise will be, you know, for that week. And then you work individually right on your own to take the action that is, you know, called for for that week. Um, each person would also get um, a chance to sit down one on one. We kind of create office hours. So for different chunks of time throughout the week be able to come in and, you know, have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with myself. I also have a partner, um, my older brother, we work together. So we are able to split the load a little bit between the two of us. Smart. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost easier to, you know, if you want to go into a venture with somebody, it's got to be somebody you know pretty well. And mm -hmm. I would think like a spouse or a brother would be a good choice. You know, it can be, you know, there's definitely uh, tension naturally. Uh, I think just in business and then, you know, individual relationships being put together. But I mean, as long as you're, you know, having an open line of communication and you're, you know, you're structuring the responsibilities correctly, I think you're able to maneuver pretty well. And how, how long have you and him been doing this? So we've been doing this since 2020. 2020, okay. it was probably about June 2020 was when we kind of made the decision to focus more in on that program that I mentioned before. That's kind of how this all got started. So is this kind of like, this This is like your hope and dream, you know, this is what you want to do. This is your big thing. You know, yeah. And I think it, it started long before 2020. Um, mm -hmm. It's actually, it's funny because today is the six year anniversary of when I experienced a pulmonary embolism. So at the age of 23, I had a blood clot in my lung. I almost died and it required me to shift how I was spending my time and energy and, you know, learn how best to care for myself. And so I've been on this journey since then. And it's just been since 2020 that I've been able to compile what I've learned along this journey into, do you, do you, think you know, the biggest simple and sustainable you framework. Were, um, were, were physically and, um, you know, diet and exercise or were they social? You know, what, what were the biggest changes you made? Yeah, so... At that point, so six years ago today, I was a full-time personal trainer. As it relates oh. to my physical health, oh. like, I mean, I, I was good. You know, I worked out consistently. My diet wasn't the best. I knew I had a high metabolism, so I wasn't as intentional then. But the biggest shifts that came to promote me experiencing a higher quality of life was my mental and emotional health. And those were areas of my life that I didn't prioritize since, time. Since then, you've wanted to share that with other people. Yeah, I mean, because it's so simple That's awesome, dude. and because everyone has an opportunity to gain a deeper understanding of self, right. it was like, if I don't share this, it would feel like it would feel like a disservice, right? It would feel like I went through what I went through for no reason. So I had to. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's cool. So do you have, a, do you have a, 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 a second job or a regular job or? So, I mean, I, I do this full time, mm -hmm. um, but I also I work part time as a business consultant. So I work with other business owners to help them develop and automate the systems that run their businesses. So I have like six or so clients in that space where I pretty much sit down with them. They let me know what they need, let me know what problems they have. And we kind of talk through solutions and I help implement, you know, new software stacks and things like that to help them operate their businesses more effectively. 
good stuff, man. I'm glad yeah. you're doing great things. You know, just about everybody I talk to on LinkedIn is doing good things. You know, they always, everybody wants to make a positive, everybody just wants to make it better. How can we make this better? How can we improve things for that person, for this person, for everyone? So it's mm -hmm. really a positive experience I've been having on LinkedIn so far. That's or, awesome. you know, we, anybody that's got you, because if you're on LinkedIn, it's because you have the mindset of growing something. Yeah. And if you if you want to grow something, it, 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 it has some amount of importance to you. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to build a school. I'm building a, I've, I've built, okay. I'm trying to build a school. Yeah. Now, is this for, is this a school for adults? Is it for kids? Who is it for? Um, Either. I haven't set any age limit. So, you know, okay. a two-year-old could maybe take it. You know, I, I don't know how, how easy it is to teach a two-year-old. I'm, I'm sure somebody <laughs> that teaches two-year-olds could say, yeah, you could teach two-year-olds. But so it, it, it kind of works like Craigslist. So let's say you wanted to share some education on uh, uh, spiritual wellness. You could put mm -hmm. together a block of instruction. So you, you would have to frame what you wanted to teach people. You'd say, okay, we're going we're gonna to do this block of instruction. We're going to take an assessment. We're going to do a, um, an activity, like a, a team building type activity. Then we're going to have a group and we're all going to cry together and hug. And that's, that's my, that's my eight hour class, you know, and then you yeah. sell it and then you put a price tag on it. And then you, you, you okay. put, hey, you, you, you put, yeah, this class will conduct when we have nine participants or more, or this class will conduct on this date. So the teacher gets to set the parameters of the class. So they get to set the location. Um, minimum number of students, maximum number of students, prerequisites. Uh, you, you, you teacher describes what the what the learning objectives would be. So, if you wanted to teach how to make honey, you you might teach. You, you, it's probably that's probably multiple days or weeks or years of learning how to make honey. Mm -hmm. um, but you might be able to teach how to extract honey from a comb in a in a two hour block, or how to bottle honey. Or, or gotcha. how, to, how to, you know, you might be able to teach how to brew the beer in a class, or you might be able to teach how to bottle the beer in a class. If that was your. Class. I see. Yeah. So you, your class could be large. It could be like a um, a course, or it could be small. It could be a single class. It could be a five minute class, or it could be a, a two year class. So the teacher sets the parameters. They set the price tag, and uh, students apply through the app. So really, it's not a school. It's a sales platform for education. I see. But but it's it's a it's a way for people to share their passion. And mm -hmm. you know, if you want a passionate if you want a good teacher, find a passionate. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's kind of like an unaccredited education system. So you know, if you had a little boy and you wanted to teach him how to fix brakes and you don't know how to fix brakes, you might be able, you and him might be able to take a class together, you know, build yeah. your confidence up in in, in that area. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So did you develop the software? No, I have no idea. Like I'm like a mechanic myself. I'm like a, an army guy. I retired out of the army. So I, I'm really bad with emails. I, I don't comb my hair, stuff like that. Um, but I came up with the idea. I, I love sharing knowledge. And uh, I'm kind of lazy. So really, I kind of came up with the idea because I, I, I invested in a parks out of the army. And they had a huge workload. So, um, so I, I wasn't able to do all the work myself. So I found myself wanting to train people on how to do the work. So then I thought, man, if I could turn my apartment building into a school, I could teach people how to install carpet. I could teach, teach people plumbing repairs, walls, painting, uh, roofing. You know, I, I could use my school as a, 
a workshop or my apartment as a school. And, and then I started thinking, man, if, if every technician could do that, you know, if the drain cleaning guy could offer classes on how to clean drains, and if the baker could teach classes on how to bake pie, and if the hairstylist and the tutor and the nursery lady, and mm-hmm. you know, so if you if you could just have a place, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, how could you do this? How could you do this? And then I, I moved my grandma back home. She she was in a tough spot, and I was able to move her back home. And the day I moved her home, and I, I, she, she was sitting up like three steps above me. I was sitting on the lower, like she's got a den where her fireplace is. And the kitchen's like three steps up. And she's sitting up there in her wheelchair. And it just like dawned on me, like you could build an app. And then, and then your teachers could um, make a profile, sell a class, and, and students could use it like Craigslist. So that, that's what I'm doing. That, that's, my, that's like my mission. That's why, I'm talking, that's why I'm talking to you right now. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. We'll see if it works. Right? Is is it launched already? Like, is it is it operational? Mm-hmm. Can people go in and, and it's it? it's almost it's real close. It, you can download it on the App Store, but it's it's missing a couple functionalities. Um, so when you build it, like you'll build it, and then there'll be all these like glitches, and then mm-hmm. you try to iron out the glitches, and then like two other glitches pop up. So we're, we're doing that, it, like a two-year period, we're doing it, we're doing it, like, when's this going to happen, when's this going to happen, when's this going to happen? So then we kind of, uh, we're really close on the apps, but we also want to build like a web app version. So I had to build multiple things, I had to build a Google app, an Apple app, and then I had to build a website app, and then mm-hmm. somehow those computer guys can like make them talk to each other or something, I don't know how it all works. <laughs> but, um, so now we're, we're building the web app version. The, the apps are built and they're, they're just a couple defects away from functioning, but you, you can download the app, but okay. uh, it, it's not going to get you very far. You're not going to be able to do much on it, but you could look at it. You could look at the structure and be like, okay, this is how it's organized. Yeah. So th- there's a pay system on there. So if a student reserves your class, if, let's say you had a glass boy class. It, it had um, a student was going to come. Okay. I got, I got to I got to get set up for the students. So this cost to, to get set before the student even shows up, you have to go invest time into preparing for the student. So if somebody reserves a class, you, you might want to have a little skin in the game. You know, like mm-hmm. if, if you're going to bail on this class, you, you owe me something. You owe me 50% or 100%. So we're trying to do the payment system via credit card. So when somebody makes a reservation, then uh, the teacher can decide, you know, if, if I can cancel that reservation free of charge. If I cancel within four weeks, it's free of charge. If you cancel within 24 hours, maybe it's not free of charge. Because you might have been able to sell that seat to another student, you know? Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's been a fun journey. But, but now it's, it's I'm kind of like to the point, so we built it. We're just about done building. Um, I'm, I'm to the point where I need to start marketing it. And, and I need to get mm. some recognition. And I need to earn trust with people. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's that's what I got going on. That's awesome, man. You you ain't got no kids? Nope, I don't have any kids. Oh, not yet. I am. I'll be thirty in June. Better twenty nine, dude. I tell you what, man. If you if you wait much longer, all the good girls are gone. (laughs) I'm telling you. Keep that in mind. All gonna be gone. It's gonna. (laughs) You know which girls stay single? The ones that have relationship problems. Mm. Okay. The ones that have relationship problems. You know, it's a risk getting married young. 
because you know that that person hasn't had any trials and tribulations you haven't had any trials and tribulations mm -hmm. but you know you're getting that, that you're, you're getting you know a, a fresh new opportunity um and, and then you can grow your whole life together if, if you wait until i gotta wait till i own a house and i have two cars and i have my business going and then i'll start having kids well you know you might be 40 yeah, it's true. Then, then, then you limit yourself. Then you might only be able to have two kids. You know, you might mm -hmm. only be able. You might be able to have none, if that's important to you. Right, right. Um, let's see. I do have a look for something here. I'm so disorganized. Here it is. Feedback sheet. Is that what I'm looking for? No, that's not it. Going through my email here. So what 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 else are you working on? You got any other uh, passions? Or you got you got side projects? You're trying to you building a hot rod or anything like that? You you make music <laughs> or anything? Sports? Um, no, I feel like when it comes to the businesses, it's so multifaceted. So it's you know we have content series that roll out. We had a podcast that came out weekly for the last two years. So we have over like 190 some podcast episodes floating around out there. Um, just started a new live series to start the new year. So a lot of a lot of my energy goes into just continuing to make the oh, content man. that we create accessible. Mm -hmm. um, but aside from that, I mean, I do have like my own like personal fitness goals. So like I'm training for an ultra marathon mm -hmm. um, in June. So mm -hmm. that's something that I do. But uh, aside from that, uh, what, yeah, it'll what, be a, what's your best marathon time? I haven't ran one yet. Oh, and you're gonna you're planning on a, an ultra, and you haven't run a marathon yet. Exactly. So my <laughs> first one will be uh, thirty miles, thirty thirty. I think it's like thirty one point one or thirty two miles. That's what a fifty k comes out to. So. So I I ran a marathon, and uh, the the best part of it was the the, the really long runs, the the ten plus mile runs, the ten, fifteen, the twenty mile runs, because you kind of get into this zone where you're just striding. And you're just thinking and it's just the thought just kind of flows and uh you're like in this zen they're like it's just you know i don't know if, you, if if that's the runner's high but you you have some of your clearest thought your clearest most uninterrupted thought when you're running that was the most enjoyable part of running mm. yeah i also practice seated meditation so i definitely get some clear thoughts then too okay uh, but uh, I, I have experienced that. I've I've done some long runs um, on this training program. And yeah, I, I definitely, I resonate with that for sure. Sure. Hey, um, uh, I'll be shooting you a follow-up email once I post this video to Spotify. But okay. here on the link, I just posted, uh, that's, that's the link to a Facebook group. If you're interested in joining it, there's not a lot of traffic, so you're not going to get spammed from it. Mm -hmm. But if I ever wanted to reach out and ask the group a question, you might be able to give me some feedback if you want to join it you're welcome to i'd appreciate it if you did but you don't have to cool and then if you ever want to see this but you're going to get this in an email as well so if okay. you, you don't want to action on it right here and, and then my my these videos are going to be on spotify i don't know if okay. you want to put a podcast i don't even know how to podcast i just uh try to have conversations with people just Mm -hmm. I just try to be, uh, you know, myself, you know, just genuine as possible and uh, try not to hide things from people. And 
Um, try not to go into something with a false agenda. Yeah, understandable. Yeah. Okay. Well, man, we're coming up on uh, 23 minutes. What else do you want to talk about? You, you want to get anything off your chest? You want to give me a free evaluation? You want to see how good my wellness? <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't know. We can't go that in depth, but I think that one of the things that I found to be valuable that I would love to share is this concept of we can only manage what we measure. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking to improve anything, improve the quality of anything, you got to understand where you currently are and understand your baseline. Right. Yeah. Yep. And so that is something that we definitely leverage as it relates to helping That's the, awesome you know, the community. You Where'd help. you get that from? You can only manage what you measure. Yeah. So it was from, it was actually from a business book called The Game of Work. And they okay. talked about it as it relates to, you know, building sustainable teams and having the, you know, those, those KPIs that you work towards, like you can't accomplish any of these goals you said, if you're not measuring something. Mm -hmm. And so I've essentially taken that and just carried it over to your everyday life. And when you go through the process of gaining a deeper understanding of how you're spending your time and energy, you tend to notice where there's areas where you can make tweaks and adjustments that could help improve your quality of life over time. So that's just something that I always share and that I, I recommend people take into account as it relates to them, you know, seeking to improve how they feel and how they function on a daily basis. That's cool. That's yeah. awesome, dude. You keep talking. And then, like, and then starting with sleep, starting <laughs> with sleep. Sleep is the, I would say, at least for me, that has been the one thing that I have done over the last two and a half years or so now that has significantly increased my quality of life. And it was mastering my sleep and understanding what environment I need to be in or what activities or sleep hygiene habits I need to practice in order to help me get the highest quality sleep. And that helps with my physical recovery, my mental and emotional recovery. Like our bodies were designed to heal from the inside out when we sleep. But if we're not creating an environment for that to take place, then we're kind of starting our day off at a deficit. So when you're thinking about, you know, these goals that you set, understand that you won't be able to execute on them very effectively if you're not able to be fully engaged with the present moment and if you're not feeling energized throughout the day. And sleep significantly impacts that. So um, the one thing that has helped improve my quality of sleep is sleep consistency. So I'll share that. And, and I would say if you go and search pretty much any article out there to find tips on how to improve your quality of sleep, that will be one that's consistent amongst all of the articles that you reference. It will say, go to bed and wake up at around the same time. So get a consistent sleep schedule. And, you know, it could be difficult depending upon your work schedule. But as long as you find a pattern of sleep that works for you and that's consistent, you will experience the benefit of what sleep can actually do to contribute to our quality of life. So I, um, I recently took on this uh, big project and it, 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 it required like 16 to 20 hours a day of my time. Sheesh. And uh, like seven days a week. I was working like 16 hours a day, seven days a week for like over a year. Mm. And I, I switched to this like four hour and then two hour sleep schedule. I, I would sleep four hours from like midnight to 4 a.m and then uh then i would sleep two hours like i don't know 3 a.m to 
and anyway, so I, I had this interrupted sleep schedule, but it was pretty effective because I, w- I would wake up, you know, I did it for over a year mm-hmm. and uh, I, I was really able to, you know, be on the job, do all the directing, get everything done. So I was able to be in there, you know, be functioning. My, my head was in the game, fairly rested. So, so that was interesting. I, you know, I didn't have to get eight straight hours. I didn't have to get six straight mm-hmm. hours, you know, but I, I, it was broken. And it wasn't always consistent. Sometimes I'd get eight hours. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'd get four. But that was interesting. That was kind of a fun. Yeah, that is period. interesting. I, I don't want to do it again. I don't want to do another <laughs> year. Yeah, it doesn't but, sound very fun. You get the job done. Well, it depends on how big your goal is. You know, you want to go run an ultra marathon. That's a that's a that's a lofty goal. You're gonna to have to grind the shit out of yourself to get that done. For sure, for sure. So, and I I believe that there's space to to do that, right? To be on a, a, a training schedule that will set me up to be successful, but also not compromise on the recovery that I take, right? and be able to manage my business and be able to spend time with the people I care about. I feel like there's opportunity to do it all. And I know for me, it's easy to say that right now because I don't have kids, don't have a wife, right? I, I have a little bit more time flexibility. Um, but I do think that, like you said, if the goal is big enough um, and if we are committed to it truly, then we will make sure that we invest our time and energy into what matters most to yeah. not only help us reach the goal, but to help us maintain a high quality of life along that journey and i think sometimes at least for me i I was kind of conditioned to forego you know to say no i'm not going to think about how i feel now i'm just gonna you know thug it out grind it out and then i'll think about it later and i think that's a it's a mindset that needs to shift in order for us to experience um this this space where we can thrive instead of just survive in our everyday lives yeah. So do you, do you remember that, you know, that old saying, if the only tool, you know, is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Mm, you know, yeah. like if, if you, if you only know how to solve problems one way, but you know, by yelling at somebody, if you yell at somebody louder, they'll move faster. You know, if, if, if that's your only way to manage problems. So what you, what you want to do is give yourself more tool. The, the moral of the story that I'm, I'm trying to eventually get, get to is, you and I are capable of much more than we realize. Um, so the the more tools you learn how to use, the, the more challenges you face and overcome, the stronger you are, the deeper your tool belt is. So mm-hmm. if you learn how to run a successful business, if you learn how to manage employees, if you know how to manage a supply chain or develop a property or uh, have a successful 20 year long marriage, you know, all, all these difficult things or, or things that people fail at, you know, anything that people fail at or give up on easy, I, I think you can put them in the challenging category. So the more challenging things that you can do successfully or somewhat successful. So I measure success pretty loosely. If, if I think that I, it's better as a result of the effort I put into it. So if, if it's even a smidgen better, it's mm-hmm. success, you know, like, ah, it's a little better. That was a success. So the, the more challenges you take on, um, the more tools you're going to have in your tool belt. And, and the more you're going to realize that you're capable of a whole lot of challenging things, but, sure. but you gotta, you gotta take all them steps first. You can't just go to the top of the pyramid and think you know how to do everything. Right. Because then, then you're just an arrogant asshole. 
essentially yeah teachability is uh is essential along yeah. this journey dude uh, sure. I, I really love talking to you man um maybe we can like reconnect in like six months or something yeah that'd be cool that'd be great cool well maybe you can invite me on your podcast ah yes we haven't been recording well like i said we kind of shifted our content a little bit but if, if we get back up and rolling in the way that we have been or at least the last couple of years i don't see why not i think it'd be fun yeah i think i think so all right dude um yeah. good connection man um I'll, I'll shoot you an email and i'll, I'll say hey you're really fun or something <laughs> i'll send you a couple of links and uh you know if we never talk again good luck to you dude yeah thank you uh likewise yeah, yeah. i think uh, what you're building is is really cool so keep keep up the great work all right man take care yeah bye yeah